the greatest city in the world. This is Tanya and Steve. We get up, we get dressed, waking up, Newcastle's best, live and free, Triple M's, Tanya and Steve. Oh, here we go. What? This is our podcast, everyone. Can't say Friday, can we? Because they could be listening to this at any time. Over the weekend, yeah, True. they could be oh, the, It could be well, Saturday right now. I'd be having a top weekend, whatever you're doing. They yes. could even be naked in the bubble bath. All right now. <laughs> All right. Well, you now. could you take would. us anywhere. Sure, yeah. you could. I just didn't want that one in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, now you've said it. I hope you're enjoying it, Chocker. <laughs> um, is, is that a thing? Do you actually have a bubble bath? Like, do you, do you run the bath and put the bubbles in and have a big soak? With some music and a candle. I used to, you know, because I've got the massive yeah. bath thing, and I haven't for so long. Oh, so used nice. Used to be a thing. Yeah. I remember you having lots of bubble baths. Absolutely. Yeah. How did, why do you yeah. remember Steve having lots of bubble baths? <laughs> well, because I always, them or? No, I always, I always got her to cool me down with a larger leaf, banana leaf. <laughs> right. like, Thank you, Tanya. No, but I do recall. Yeah, I do. And no, especially when BJ was littler, it, you would let him come in absolutely. with you. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it was my chill out. Mm. It really was. Yep. You know, luckily now, I've, I've discovered uh, beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's also relaxing. Uh, and prescription meds. But anyway. Yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's go prescription. <laughs> Good girl. Thank you, Tanya. Well Here done. it is. Enjoy the potty. Good morning. Hello. How's everybody? Are you kidding? It's Friday. You've bought us coffee, Steve. Yes, I did too. Hail to me. Slapped on the ass with a <laughs> rainbow. All is good and hail to you. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you uh, for the coffee. <laughs> that's all right. As It's a Macca's coffee today. And as I was um, sitting in the drive-thru, I was listening to the news about the fellow that fell asleep in his car ah. at Broadmeadow. Did you hear that? No. Yeah, he, um... Yes. But don't tell Hamish, because we don't listen to his news. <laughs> what, what, what was he don't doing? Don't tell Hamish. What was this man doing? What happened? Tell us. Well, he, um, yeah, he, look, he's... He's under the influence, right? Yeah. But he fell asleep in the McDonald's drive-thru in Broadmeadow. Yeah. I shouldn't be laughing because it's naughty what he did. Wow. Um, and he's been carted away and I don't think he'll ever see the light of day again. You'd Absolutely. make a good but... cop, too. <laughs> Excuse me, I think you're being naughty. <laughs> You'd be a good cop. No, anyway, so, yeah. I, I used to obviously trying to do the right thing. Sober up, maybe. Well, I don't know. of course he was. Or was he just tired or under the influence? No, there was influence there. Okay. So I don't okay. think we can say too much There wasn't a presumption. It. Yeah. When okay. you're going through the... And by Macca's drive-through, when yeah. you're paying, because I pretty much only tap everything on my phone these days. Not allowed to do that. So how do you do it? I turn it? my car off, and, <laughs> and then I retrieve my phone from my handbag, and then I pay. Yeah, because <laughs> you wouldn't want to be naughty. <laughs> you wouldn't want to be naughty. That is a true thing, though, isn't so, it? Don't yep. touch your phone while you're driving. Exactly. But, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, I know. I know. I know. If there was someone that needed to up their, their fines because it's Friday, just go and sit in McDonald's yes. <laughs> drive through because every person that goes through exactly. here gets. So true. Thanks for giving them that advice, T. That's brilliant. <laughs> Good on you. Imagine them yelling at the radio right now. <laughs> Shut up, Tanya! <laughs> Luckily, uh, I'm old school, mate, and I still use my card. Oh, do you? Do you? Mm. Have you not got pay on your phone or your watch? Yeah, but you I just have. don't do it? No. I don't know what it is. Right. Just card banks me feel. Yep. I don't know why. Well, yeah. you don't do it anywhere, like Kmart Never. or no, the shops. No. Never, unless I've forgotten my wallet or something. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. Because you wouldn't have a wallet. You guys, everything on your phone. Everything. Yep. <laughs> sucked in. Why? <laughs> You'll be coming to me. Well, I've lost my phone. Well, I've still got my cards. If you want to drink. <laughs> Very smart. <laughs> do you know, Steve? I vividly recall, and this would have been 1998, because I'd met Michael. Yeah. 
1998, there we were, you know, freshly fluttering eyelashes at each other, him in, him in Dublin and yeah. me in Australia. But he phoned me this day from the Isle of Skye, which is up north in Scotland. This is how much technology has changed. Oh, right. And he said to me, you're not going to believe this. I'm watching Coronation Street on my mobile phone. Oh, yeah. And I went, what? Oh. Can you do that? Yeah, and he went, yeah, absolutely. You couldn't. He was lying. The technology wasn't there yet. But he was ahead of his time. But he was ahead of his time <laughs> telling me he was on the Isle of Skye watching Coronation Street. <laughs> and I'm yelling at everyone in the office, guess what? Michael's watching Coronation Street on his mobile phone. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, you are an idiot. That is not possible. And it wasn't. It wasn't at that point. The then they showed you the Nokia screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. But, but it was only a few short years later. and so predicted. It's He's weird. a bloody Nostradamus, your husband. <laughs> yeah, <I> Isn't he? <laughs> Half the things that we do now, if you'd predicted, everyone would Oh, come on, you're not doing that. <laughs> exactly. But Electric cars, come yeah. on. No, well, actually, Ross, I hate to pull that up. <laughs> That's a bad example. Can I pull that up? <laughs> yes, uh, All right. The first electric car was invented in France in... 1923. Okay, It's making news today, and we were only talking about it again last week, and that is couples sleeping in separate beds. Yeah. And Edwina Bartholomew, Channel 7 person, reality, if you don't know her, um, well, she's, (laughs) they're making her news today because she's admitted to not sleeping with her husband for the last seven years. But I did see that pop. Yeah. So in the article, um, they're, they're citing other people like Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't sleep with her husband, Victoria and David Beckham. Well, they've got his and her wings in their house. Mm. Um, and do little invitees if you want to come and play. Uh, Benji Marshall and his wife Zoe, ex NRL, Benji Marshall. Yep. They haven't slept together for 10 years. <sighs> See, wow. just thing, telling you, we were talking about this, well, I can tell you exactly four years ago. There you go. Just before my divorce. Yeah, well, see, it can go <laughs> that why, way. That's why I've got a timeline on it, though. <laughs> yeah. we were literally, that's how long ago we yeah. were talking about it. Suddenly, it's okay to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, these They're couples free. are staying together. Mm-hmm. Um, they're happy sure. in their in their separate bedrooms. I still wouldn't like it. No, same. I yeah. know, but I can assure you both Lucy and Michael would. <laughs> I bet they would. <laughs> you selfish bastards. Uh, You'd find it weird, too, though, Ryze. Actually, I don't think Ryze has ever spoken on that. You'd find it weird. Yeah, oh, yeah, separate I would, beds. Yep, yeah. I, I like being yeah, same bed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How long yeah. have you been married? Uh, don't know. Isn't it like 12 years? 10 years? 13 years 13, this year. 12. Sorry, I'm just looking See? at the year. I can't, I can't tell you how oh much fun I had watching his face then. <laughs> oh, my God. How do I know how long you've been married and you don't? I don't know. All right. And is our anniversary on the same day? You, you, well, no, yours is... Mine's the... Tw- don't ask me this because <laughs> I get in trouble on this one. <laughs> Okay, I think I'm on hey, the day before. Don't you. feel bad. I think Re- you're remember, I thought I was a genius by getting married on my birthday. Yeah, for ten years. <laughs> that I, is. Karen would say to me, "Happy birthday!" I'd go, "Thanks." <laughs> oh, and I'd always forget the I anniversary. I know. I used to get upset with Mike for missing our anniversary. It's because um, I was thinking I was my my first marriage, <laughs> so yeah. I'd get yeah. cranky with him for. Yeah, that goes not down well, doesn't it? Yeah. It doesn't that go down well. Anyway, it's our anniversary. <laughs> uh, that was the other guy. <laughs> Oh, oh, about, about three years, though, 
how I learned. Yeah, well done. Uh, we both know this is going around and everything, but I think too often in radio, uh, everyone weighs up, oh, yeah, no, he was 95 and died. No one would know who that is. What a load of crap. Yeah, <laughs> Bert Bacharach, 94 died. But, I mean, this song. The moment I wake up, before I put on my makeup. Best Friend's Wedding. I yeah. List is endless of well, songs that that all movies that's popped up in and others. Just on Dion Warwick, that this is another of his songs that many artists have recorded. If you see me walking down the street and I start to cry each time we meet, Great including yeah. Axel Rose. Yeah, <laughs> I love his version of this. No, nah, well. On um, Oasis, actually, there's a couple of songs. If you listen, mm. it's background. Yeah, oh, I actually I read this morning. Yeah, Noel yeah, Gallagher yeah. was a huge fan yeah. of him. Dun, 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 dun. But yes. the funny thing is, Bird went, oh, I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yes. you know, instead of that suing rubbish yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Like, you know, you might know the name, but you will know the songs. Yeah, everyone from the Shirelles, the Neil Diamond. <laughs> yeah. um, the Nobody listings. talks about the songwriter. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anyway, R.I.P. Bert. Yep, absolutely. It's 6.13. This is Tenure and Steve. Your chance to choose the music is actually going to happen next and win some pies with a Tenure and Steve song off. We'll do it after this. Start your day off with Tenure and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Live and local from the heart of Newcastle. 102.9 Triple M. Good morning, how are you? Oh, good morning, crew. How oh, are hello. you? Hello. Happy Friday. Good to you. Uh, well, interesting. Uh, yesterday we got mm. the uh, the report into the uh, stage two trial of the uh, of the, the famous Newcastle lockout laws. Mm. Uh, you know, this was the, uh, the the sort of the the light version of it. It was on on uh, a cross section of pubs in Newcastle and Hamilton uh, where they were allowed to trade for a bit later. So this is the findings out of it to see you know how it went. Well, it looked. It turns out that there was an increase in violence. Violence, mm. uh, violent incidents, a sixty-five percent increase actually compared to uh, pre-pandemic. Oh, right, you know, before the the, the lockouts. But sure. they were limited to um, a, a handful of larger clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of them did perform well uh, in this in this trial period. Uh, others didn't. Uh, but um, yeah, it, 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 there was a forty percent increase in trade mm. uh, across this trial period. So it look it, it did kind of strike a, a pretty good balance. What happens now? Uh, those conditions will remain on those venues in that trial until the end of June. Right. And depending on how they, they performed, then, you know, the, those, the, they'll remain in place the, or the, they can apply for changes to their training conditions. Okay. So, well, look, it's all a bit, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it's a whole lot of detail. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and like a lot 70 of 70 pages. My uh, my worry for our kids to use kids, you know, but uh, nothing's good comes from kids hanging out in a footpath trying to get a cab. Yeah, get them inside. Yeah, yeah. That's my concern. That's a very simple version, mm. but nothing good of getting locked out and then a bunch of kids hanging out with uh, grogging them on yeah. the footpath. Mm. Yeah, mm. that was one of the the issues that was raised. The fact Hence that the you know when you, yeah yeah when you do close relatively early, everyone goes out at the same time. Yeah, and that's that can be a bit of a recipe for mm. well problems happening. Sure. But, uh, yeah, look, it's it, it has been. It, no one's going to be happy with the results of mm. this. Uh, well, sorry, not no one's going to be happy. There will always find people who won't, won't be happy with with whatever the you know, the result of this was going to be. Mm. But uh, yeah, look, I, I the, the important thing to note is that those um, that they're still taking on. Um, advice from the police and for uh, feedback from the community as right. well about certain venues, yep. and they'll and they'll decide on a case by case basis. So okay. there you go.
can't ask for much yeah. more than yeah. that. No. Uh, more wild weather on the way for the state and also for Queensland as well. This cyclone Gabriel uh, making a Category 3 system today. It's not expected to make landfall, but um, it's going to go past Norfolk Island. The thing is that this is, looking at the, the screen now, it's a it's a pretty big system. Uh, and for those who have just joined us, sorry, <laughs> Amy, she's not doing the weather. Sorry, um, yes, yes, look, right. like said, look at the screen now. Yes. It's like you had a... It's uh, the tropical low. You were doing uh, a whiteboard presentation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's there, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and and it will result in uh, increased swell yeah, across the Hunter Coast as well. It's a big swell, so uh, just be careful if you're heading out and about this weekend. It's uh, yeah, it's going to be rough. We're not going to see any of the weather that Sydney saw yesterday, are we? I don't think so. There, there was, um, you know, thirteen hundred calls for help and um, sixty five flood rescues. Yeah. 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 It was pretty insane. Uh, news, uh, sorry, um, uh, Sydney and Central Coast got hammered. I think the the lower part of you know Swansea sort of right. got some. Uh, some flooding, but no, we, we, it was remarkable. We didn't get any of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. we're, we're in for three really nice sunny days, mm. actually. Beautiful. Yeah. 30, 32, yeah. 31. Yeah, for mm. the next three days. Perfect. Uh, finally, I, I always like to end the week on a happy note, mm. a very happy note. Uh, so, Australia and New Zealand, apparently the best places in the world to survive a devastating nuclear war, supervolcano <laughs> super eruption, or a meteorite strike. Well, wow. There we go. There we go. Very happy <laughs> news. Um, so, yeah, this comes from the Risk Analysis Journal says we're most capable of producing food in an uh, abrupt sunlight-reducing catastrophe uh, and uh, resilience to avoid a pre-industrial collapse uh, and uh, effectively reboot a collapsed human civilization. What about a zombie apocalypse? Nah. Didn't go into that. Right. I, I, I hold great fears. I especially hold... <laughs> look, I, 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 I've been down King Street at uh, one o'clock in the morning. I do hold great fears for the future of humanity. It's not far <laughs> off, is it, T? Yeah, no. <laughs> and I know that T study it, so I'll be standing behind her with a bat. From there, right, Very much so. You, you one start of my fears. developing a taste for blood or brains. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. There's nothing mm. weird about it. What are you scared of? Tsunamis and uh, a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yes, that's right. Pretty much. They're my two greatest fears. Yeah. Um, but yep. that's good news, Hamish. Good Thank news. you. Absolutely. Wonderful yeah. stuff. Yeah. Cop that, anyone anyway. who wants to nuke us. Yeah. i got to say, I, I, I also am a bit concerned if the post-apocalyptic world needs a car industry as well, too. I don't know if we're going to reboot that. Ooh. Yeah, there's so that's many things that keeps him up at night. So many valid concerns there, <laughs> Hamish, yeah. I worry. I worry. <laughs> now, because it's Friday. Here we go. Risey's Rewind. Risey's Let's start with a serious question. One you can probably have a think about yourself. If you had to relive one day in your life, what would it be? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, great question. Yeah. If you had to groundhog it, what day would that be? Certainly not childbirth. I love no. my children, but there was nothing. <laughs> you know, no thanks. Don't yeah. want to go through that again, do you? Yeah. No. no. I don't want to go through that no. day again. Says, <laughs> says the dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, mine would just be when the, the three of us were all together. Not us three, by the way. My husband, my son and I, and then. Oh. Rise <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Rise about that. Rise when you... um. Later on, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. can you cut that up? Yeah. Right, we go. What was your favourite day? But then end on you, th- us three together. I can do that. Steve. All weekend we're gonna roll that. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, I'll add. Right, I'll just throw in at the end. Oh, that's sweet, T. We love you too. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's just rewind the tape. And Steve, can you please ask that exact same question again? What was your favourite day? Uh, mine would just be when the the three of us were all together. Oh, oh that's sweet, T. <laughs> We love you too. <laughs> okay, let's move on with another question I heard this week. Did either of you make your beds this morning? Because I've always been a bed maker. 
You get out of bed, mm. you make the bed. Yes. But I learned over the weekend that those of you that do, we're the ones that are probably going to get mites and bed bugs because you're pulling the covers back on your sweaty, scaly mm. microbes and you know, oh. little festy things. I've never wanted to do it, but now I've just got to video me sleeping and just see how all that how that plays out. Well, you need a big telescope. Oh, settle down. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. No, hey, we I just mean, got here and you're doing little dick jokes. It's been, Come on. It's been cold as well. No, I need to see the little creatures that live on your body. It's not getting better, is it? <laughs> Here's an interesting fact I heard from Steve. Your sense of smell can be better memory trigger than any other of your senses. So your smell is the one that will trigger a memory immediately more than anything else. What <laughs> triggers a memory, Josh? Lemon, I had to have a camera up my bum and down my throat for colonoscopy. <laughs> and the clear out stuff is lemon flavour and I just can't do lemon drinks or lemon on food anymore. Lemons are one of the most wonderful things in life. Yeah. Yes, I used to love fish and chips. <laughs> With a bit of lemon on top. And now, now you pour a bit of lemon. Yeah, wow. wow. You can't even drink a can of solo anymore. <laughs> With the thought of someone putting a camera up your butt. <laughs> so, most of you know this, but a couple of weeks ago, Tanya was awarded the Order of Australia Medal. And she's still getting heaps of congratulations messages. Tim Crackenthorpe, State Member for Newcastle. Hello. Yeah, g'day, Tanya. And look, congratulations on that OAM, by the way. A treasure for Newcastle. I've got to get some initials. Well, All you right? do. No, I have. It's DGF. What's so that? So it's like Tanya Wilkes, OAM, yeah. and Steve Jing, DGF. And that I think I know for... what it stands for. Good. <laughs> Just I'm leave still, it at that. I'm still trying to work this you out. Can, you can work it out for yourself. DGF. Don't think on it too hard, Rise. Don't give. <laughs> should be DGAF, shouldn't it? <laughs> don't, don't, don't ruin it, bro. <laughs> um, I was just trying to do three letters like OAN. It's called being clever. DGF. DGAF. Sorry about that, Steve. Sorry to ruin your title. Let's move on and talk Australia's most expensive bull. Why? I don't really know. It was in the news this week, and Steve learnt all about said bull from Tanya. Well, he's worth $325,000. Good on him. This is what will make your eyes water. Yeah. People buy his semen. Farmers buy his semen to impregnate their, I was going to say bulls, but yeah, they're, 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 they're cows. cows. Yeah. Um, and guess what? how much his semen sells for. What's the count on that, right? <laughs> I reckon about eight times she said semen. Yeah. <laughs> Once is enough. Ten well, grand a pop? No. The couple that have just bought ten straws of his semen. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> they sell for $2,400 each. Even if it doesn't work. But look at him. It's going to work. He's like the rock of the bull world. <laughs> Just a white, just, just a white version. You're at the point of medication now. <laughs> yeah, means that sell theirs not even close. I didn't know you could sell it. <laughs> well, yeah. You don't get a heap for it. No. It's like don't, donate, don't donating, donating, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, from what I've been told. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, interest rates have gone up yeah. at Rice's house. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bloody great idea, Steve. No, mate, I'm sorry. You knew too much. (laughs) Jeez, we haven't had a crack at millennials for a while. So let's do that now, because Tanya and Steve have noticed something about their expressions. I found this girl on TikTok having a bit of a rant. I would like to know when somebody is planning on opening an adults-only suburb where everything in it is only for adults. (laughs) Because I am so sick of going places and kids are just everywhere screaming and I just have to put up with it. (laughs) Why do they all talk like that, Steve? Oh, my gosh. But it's an infection of a certain group of the 20-somethings. So if you have one at home, 
belt them. Oh, no question. And remember, don't let them see you coming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because they'll get the camera out. <laughs> First, let me take a selfie. Look, this conversation sparked a memory in Tenya because she told Steve about a social situation where she crossed paths with one of these millennial species. I was having my... I'm not going to say the service industry that I was in the other day, but Friday afternoon I was in a particular service industry. Friday mm. afternoon you're having a wine? No, yeah. no. Okay. It's Friday when... afternoon I was in a service industry. Oh, let us fit in You weren't having a coffee. Yes. No, let, let us just narrow that down. <laughs> but when I was asking for the particular service that I wanted, sure. the coming back to me was... Okay, babe. Don't call me babe. No. We're not dating. Oh. Just weird. Yeah. Okay, okay babe. Uh, we'll get to that. Why? <laughs> it wasn't why. Oh, my mistake. We'll get to that whiskey. <laughs> babe. Okay, babe. Finally, one more time, just to, you know, enhance mine and Steve's self-esteem. Tanya, can you answer this question for me? What would be, like, your greatest day ever? Uh, mine would just be when the, the three of us were all together. Oh, oh that's <laughs> sweet, T. We love you too. <laughs> and that was Rosie's Rewind. This is Tanya and Steve. There's a random stat for you, T. 90 million scam texts have been blocked in Australia in, over the last 12 months. 90 million been blocked. Not sent. That's the ones that have been blocked. Yeah, yeah. Scam. But remember, not emails, texts. Yeah. There's a difference, isn't there? Yeah. We're used to the email ones. The text ones are a bit new in the sense well, of... I actually got done the other day. Did I you? I actually clicked on one and Which? I would always yell at my mum, don't click on anything. What for? Uh, for linked, L-I-N-K-T, oh, for, the, um, for the freeway. For the freeway. Oh, the e pass. Uh, that's real. <laughs> Is that one no, real? no, that's not Steve. <laughs> oh, no, oh, because I, I got that one too, I and because too. I'm with Linked, yeah. um, I got straight on and saw all these <laughs> pop-ups come up. Don't click on the Linked one; it's a scam. I've been going, yeah, so too, real that one. Real. You think over Christmas and all that to and from Blue Mountain City yeah. and trips and everything, right? I, I still don't know how I'm paying for all those tolls. <laughs> and I got the text, and I went, "Oh no." I'm not going to click on that, oh, cause in case it was real. So it's fakey? That one's fake. Right, I yeah. yeah. But there's so many ANZ Bank. Do you have an account, though, with them? I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you'll be getting some fines in the mail then. And let me tell you, they, they mount up very quickly. They go from, like, $3, but then when you if you don't have a tag, they put admin costs on yeah. it. It's like... Turns into like twenty six dollars and twenty seven dollars, and then it goes up to forty five. Well, I've got a bottom draw, guys. <laughs> well, I got a bottom draw. <laughs> <laughs> the bank ones I'm finding they're getting more clever at looking real. Yeah. Oh God. Well, this linked one. If I hadn't had checked, yep. I would have been like Risey because I've got an account. I think Janine from Raymond Terrace got a linked one as well. Did you, Janine? Oh, I just literally, I've got goosebumps. I literally just woke up and got a link yep. and was about to open it. Until I just heard you say that. Don't yeah. do it. It's a fakey. Because yeah. you immediately think, don't you? Yeah. Oh, that's legit. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, because that's what I mean. Well, we, I we're used to the email. We're used to the emails. Yeah. It's how do they get our phone number? Yeah. Did you say you haven't driven anywhere, Janine? Oh, I drive every day, but not anywhere where there's a toll. Yeah. And that's why in my brain, I'm going, someone's taking my car. Mm. <laughs> and, like, and so that's why, that's why I was about to hit it and think... Okay, obviously I've got to see where it was, so who's had my car? Yeah, no. I'm going to kill one of my children, but anyway. <laughs> well, I'm glad we've prevented a murder. Well, to, to put you at ease, Janine, we actually have the list of 90 million here. We're about to read them out. It won't take long. <laughs> Good on you, Janine. Thanks, Janine. What happened when you clicked on it? it I could just t straight away tell it was dodgy, so I... Because it was going to all these websites with was, weird little... Was yeah. It wasn't yeah. a picture of a naked man, was it? <laughs> <laughs> remember those ones? Yeah, yeah I do remember yeah. those ones when COVID was going on. It wasn't, wasn't him, Steve. Okay. okay. 
Oh, a little romantic knot away on the line here. This is a really great prize, so go to it. Ring us up and tell us why you love your Valentine. And if you're judged the best, you're going away for a night. Yeah, 13353, that is our phone number. Join us on Tenure and Steve's love line right now. Try and extend on um, They're the Bee's Knees. Yeah. Uh, which Put, is fine. Puts up with my crap. That, that, and yes. I've cleaned that up from yeah. our first winner. That, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we have had a ra- range of different um, con- love confessions this week. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> Everyone expresses their love in different ways. One triple three five three. Give us a call right now. That's true. I'm, I'm usually romantic, boy. You all right? <laughs> <laughs> Alexis is at Fern Bay. Alexis, who's your Valentine? My husband, Gavin. <laughs> Tell us about Gavin. Well, look, he is the biggest blokey bloke you'll ever meet. We've been together for 16 years, and, you know, we've been up and down every kind of roller coaster there is, but in the last, I'd say, two months, we've been throwing a curveball, and he's um, at 44, diagnosed with bowel cancer. Oh. So at the moment, I am watching him go through the struggle of his life, going through chemo and the whole works. And I am in awe of his strength. So we are stronger than ever. Just when you didn't think you could love him more. Yep, mm. absolutely. Yep. How's the, um, what's the prognosis, Alex? Alexis, sorry. Well, um, we're kind of waiting on the next lot of PET scans and yep. then we'll move from there. Um, is it's, it's not the best. It's still a struggle because it's actually in the stomach lining as well. Mm. So... That's a big surgery thing, but we're hoping this chemo's done its bit and shrunk it all down. Yeah. So. One day at a time, Alex. One day at a time, That's isn't it? it? Yep. Uh. Well, we wish you guys, mm. you and Gavin, all the very best. Stay there. Oh, oh. We've got Christina from Raymond Terrace. Hello, mate. Yep. Christina, just turn your radio down. Actually, we'll oh, put... me? Yes, there you, you are. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Tell us about your Valentine. Oh, I love him to bits. Who is it? 12 12 years. Sorry, Tony. Tony. I'm just getting away from my radio. Sorry. We're going to put you there. You there? You all right? Yes. All right. We thought you were actually going to walk about four Ks. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Okay, tell us about Tony. (laughs) Um, We've been together for 12 years. He's he's been my carer for 12 years. I have fibromyalgia, a lot of other things, and he's just precious. That's it's really precious. That's lovely. I'm sure he appreciates the shout-out, Christina. Yeah, Stay thank there. you, Christina. We'll uh, wrap it up with Craig. Hey, Craig. Hello. Craig, tell us about your Valentine. Well, I'm going to do it in a poem, if that's all right. Of course it is. Her name is Belinda. Right from our very first date, I could tell I was punching above my weight. Mm. So I do little things like I'll open your door, because for your love, I'll always do a little more. I know I'm no good at romance, and it's true I feel awkward when you ask me to dance. But I love to wake up next to you every morning, because your beautiful smile makes me forget about your nuclear snoring. (laughs) (laughs) You bring so much joy to my life. One day, I know I will ask you to be my wife. But, But for now, I am so happy that you are mine. My heart beats faster to know that you are my valentine. Oh, Honestly, Craig, you had me a nuclear snoring. <laughs> How long have you guys been together? Uh, about two years. And what's her name? Belinda. And Oh, sorry, you said that. Are you going to ask Belinda to marry you on Tuesday because it's Valentine's Day? Um, 
In time. Oh, <laughs> that's a no. It's a firm no. It depends. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want to give the secret away. Yeah, true. Is that what it is, Craig? Well, maybe if we go on a special dinner or something. Oh. What about a romantic overnight stay for two at the Chateau Alain, Hunter Valley? <sighs> Sounds nice. Okay. Right. You've got it. There you go. You can go and propose to her, Craig. Oh, there's no pressure now, is there? Yes, yes, there is. It's recorded. <laughs> All right, well, enjoy that. Chateau Elan, uh, relaxed luxury holiday experience in the Hunter Valley, and you get to play a game of golf as well. Thank you very much. Did You're you welcome. write that yourself, Craig? Yes, I did. Good. Okay. <laughs> Thought it might have been a little internet plagiarism going on. Yep. No. Thought you no, might have done a tenure little. and put it in the chat GPT <laughs> the, that she wrote for Steve yesterday, but no. All right. There you go. Good on you, Craig. You've scored that. Chateau Ilan. Thank you very much, guys, for getting on board. Tenure receives Loveline, a relaxed luxury holiday experience right in the Hunter Valley there. You just hear those moments and you wake up and you realise you've got no idea what other people are going through. I know. You know so and all, true. And all the three we just talked to, though. I you know. know what I mean? Everybody's you just don't. got their own stuff. Of course. So try and be a little kind. Mm. Care of it all. Get real. Get an all steel shed. <laughs> I don't know about this spin today. Like, I know some people listening will understand this feeling. I don't know if you two will. It's the apprehension you have, or your kids might have, before joining a new sport or a new team. Because it's sign-up time for winter sports. For many people, very exciting. But for some, that apprehension to join could come from maybe not knowing anyone mm. in a sport you want to play or a fear of being judged, mm-hmm. self-conscious about your weight. I was talking about this during the week to a guy called Rod Pickering, who's the event director at Lake Mac Parkrun, which turns 10 tomorrow. Now, he's talking parkrun specifically, but I reckon this can relate to many sports. There are a lot of people, you know, I have heard stories of parkrunners that, you know, have driven to the event every week and sat in the car for weeks, and, you know, not wanting to come out because, you know, at Lake Mac especially, you know, we get over 200 people each week, so that can be a little bit daunting and nerve-wracking for some people. Now, of course, when you get out and get involved, it's all good. But that picture of someone waiting in the car and going, can't do it, mm. not good enough. Mm. Do you, have you guys ever had that feeling or oh. understand it? Or Look, Honestly, when I started Pilates two years ago, mm. I went through that because I thought, oh, they're all going to be 20 and they'll all be, mm. you know, able to do this. And, you yeah. know, I did the walk by a few times before I saw someone that I thought, well, you're definitely not 20. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I understand that and completely. Same with me with Jim. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to go there. And every guy I pictured was like Fabio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, we do get it. Yeah. yeah. My view is the longer you spend in the car thinking about the unknown, the worse it is. And, and the general rule I've found is sports clubs and events, they want new people involved. That's why they do it. Sure. For every new person that comes, it's an adrenaline shot to the volunteers that keep a club running. So mm. if you have been in that situation, don't feel nervous. No matter whether it's footy, soccer, netball, they all want you on board mm. and it's pretty obvious when someone new turns up. So if they're not welcoming you, there will be a club that does. Mm. Um, I've had that experience sitting in the car going on and around the country in about 10, 15 different clubs, there's maybe one that wasn't welcoming. It was maybe 30 minutes out of my life. Yeah. Compare that to the years of 
being involved Enjoying, in clubs, yeah. it's immeasurable the positives mm. and the negatives. You, you might remember it, but it's really 20, 30 minutes, one yeah. experience. So give it a try if on it's that, a New Year's resolution. On that, JR, did you manage to go into the Knights cheerleader um, thing for the first, like, <laughs> work up the cup? Because we saw his outfit, and quite frankly, I think he looked all right. 10 out of 10. <laughs> well, even cheerleading, give it a go. Exactly. Don't do that. You know what? I'm curious, being Friday, and I've been reading these articles about workplaces around the country um, that have, <clears throat> excuse me, email etiquette in place that work emails are in fact banned after midday on a Friday. Absolutely should. That's, I love that. Do you, though? Well, I don't get any, so <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just trying to jump on board. Firstly, I'm curious, are there any hunter businesses that have adopted this? They say it's on the increase. It's yep. been happening since COVID mm-hmm. um, to prevent worker burnout. Yeah, yeah. Um, more and more companies. University might be one of them. I don't know, mm. because a lot of universities have adopted this. So yep. it's an actual thing. It's a thing. Mm. Email banned after midday on Friday. We'd yep. love to talk to you if this is a company policy or a business policy that your place of work has put into place. One triple three five. Five, three, if that is the case. If it's not, do you think it's something that should be mm. in place? No emails um, after midday. Yeah. So I would say no meetings after midday on a Friday. Would definitely. you? Yeah. yeah. I'm for no working after lunchtime on Friday. <laughs> so yeah. we've all got an opinion. Now bear in mind it's Pie Day Friday, so every caller we take will get pies thanks to Miller's Pies. Yep. Um, but look, the way I've thought about it, the pros are... There is a clear delineation between professional and personal time. Mm-hmm. That's it's you know what I mean. Yep. It's making that decision for you yeah. that after midday you you really don't have to be responding to whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. I think the cons are: do we really need another workplace guideline um, put in place because we can't manage ourselves or we're not grown up or capable of going? You know what? No, I don't need to deal with that. Yeah, that can be Monday. Yeah. See, I'm more about taking personal responsibility than yet another, like, rule or guideline to say, my say, my company don't allow um, emails after midday. Because what if there's an emergency? What if something really is urgent? Yeah, you need, you need sorted for yeah. Monday morning. Well, hopefully yeah. you text or ring well, yeah. <laughs> on an emergency. Well, yeah, maybe. But, but, but I mean, but I, I don't know, mean, yeah. like, call triple O emergency. I just no, mean I know. if yeah, something yeah. needs to be dealt with yep. at 3 o'clock on Friday, mm. I mean, you're being paid. Yeah, like, but then, yeah, then you're, if you're the employer, you're expecting people to work up until whenever they're supposed to clock off on a Friday. Basically. I mean, we clock off early uh, on a Friday. Yeah. But we're finished. Yeah, but I mean, I don't have a problem if someone emails me or, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And if you do have a problem with it, there's so many ways for you to clock off yourself with your phone. Yeah. Put it on silent. Mm. Send a, an email to say, hey, I'm actually having a you know, personal afternoon and I won't be responding. Yeah. But do we need another guideline? Yeah, look, I, I do know what you're saying. Absolutely on the, because you know me with rules. But I do like rules I like. But um, but I agree with you. Uh, more more rules, more rules. Um, but a lot of people, I think, when it's a work email, that fear because I see it in people, the fear of responding because I'll lose my job. I, it's that fear. Yeah. So if you block it in, it's like okay, so this is across the board. Yeah. Okay, good. That's what I kind of see coming out of it. But I'm like you, you know me. Rule, yeah. oh, rules, please. Yeah. Uh, but it's the fear, people. You know, I see it. It makes me so sad mm. that people. I've got to respond. It's, I'll get fired. Yeah, yeah. Have, you know, yeah. That. I do understand. So they're the people I think they're trying to 
say, it's okay. Yeah. Everyone's doing it. Yeah, That's I guess. That's my guess. And also, I, I, the, like younger people in mm. the workforce that yeah. haven't found their feet or their voice yet yeah. to say, well, no, I do enough. Absolutely. That's, so, I think, okay. why they're putting that in place. That's who I'm defending. Defending is the wrong word, but I, maybe it's there. So, yeah, because nothing terrifies me more than seeing anybody scared of their work. It's sure. Horrible. Deb's at Belmont. Um, what do you think, Deb? I think it's crazy because I would be so stressed out on a Monday trying to keep up on all my emails. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Do you, do you, so, okay, it's Friday. So after midday today, Deb, will you be getting a lot that you don't mind doing the work for or do you just want to throw your hands up and go everybody nick off? No, because I work until four on Friday and most of my job is dealing with emails. Um, I probably... I like. I'd like to leave early on a Friday, but I'd still have to catch up on so many emails on a Monday. Yeah. It would be like having the whole day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Fair yeah. enough. No, it's Thanks, true. Deb. I mean, that, that's the problem. Is what sort of job are you doing? Yeah, Ooh, that's what it gets down to as well. True. Um, Sarah's at Mayfield. What do you think of midday no emails after midday on a Friday? Oh. Oh, look, I'm going to play devil's advocate. And I just think the younger generation in particular is what I've noticed, just have no work ethic. I mean, you're going to work, you're being paid to work nine to five or whatever hours you do. If you get an email at three o'clock and it's part of your role, then, you know, within reason, just answer it. Like, it's part of your job, like, yeah. for goodness sake. I don't think we need to legislate or have guidelines or whatever, but just turn up to work, have a decent work ethic and just do your job that you're getting paid for. Good Thank point, you, Sarah. Deb. Oh, sorry, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I, I kind of feel a little bit like if that. it's part of your job, you should yeah. be responding to emails after midday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially if it's not burning you out. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, well, that's it. Hey, is it all right if we do this next week? Mm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's not burning you out. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I must admit, it depends on your job and what you do and yep. what the email is. And you know, guy, I like text and email you guys a lot. Oh but... God, we know, mate. <laughs> God, good God, Jenny Wilkes. <laughs> Uh, yes, we know. But That's all right, have you noticed that I don't text you on a Friday afternoon? Oh, what I'd give I... you to text. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I hate emails. Well, when you text me, oh, I'm a mate. No, but I try and email you on a Friday afternoon and on the weekends so you know it's something that you don't have to worry too much about. And mm. I know that you don't expect a reply or for me to look at it till Monday morning. Exactly. Pretty much. No, yeah. it's not that text, she, Rosie, yes. it's not that she doesn't expect one. She's used to not getting one. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, if I, but if I text, that's more urgent. Yes. So, True. You know, yeah, no, that's I've why been. I leave you guys alone yeah. on Friday hours. And if it's a Friday afternoon <laughs> text, they're normally a bit, uh, bit misspelt. There's a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope everyone's hearing this. Uh, yes, that's right. I know you think she's yappy yappy here. It doesn't stop, you know. It doesn't stop, does it? Emails, texts, phone calls, yeah. carrier pigeons, whatever it is to hey, get the message about, across. Hey, look, I just saw this. It'll be great in August. <laughs> well, when you're wild and crazy party animals like this show, when we heard that news yesterday, we went about bloody time. We can stay out till 5 a.m. <laughs> well. Because we've been worried sick for years now, haven't we, Well, T? Newcastle's been in the spotlight over the years for um, lockout laws and all sorts of gear when it comes to late-night entertainment venues. And there was a bit of a change yesterday, and I just thought it'd be great to get Tamish back in to explain it. Well, thank you very much. Great to be back in the... 
In, in, where the action is, as opposed to my little booth. Yeah, no, this is this is uh, uh, a big thing that's happened uh, mm. yesterday. It is the end of the stage two. Uh, trial uh, post the, the, the blanket lockout laws that we're talking about. The Newcastle Solutions, they yeah. called it. Very unpopular in Sydney as, as well as here for a lot of people. But yeah, so they've released the report and there's a lot to go through. It's like 75 pages. But um, yeah, look, there's, there's a few takeaways in that the, there was an increase in violence. Uh, that they did see when they they relaxed some of the lockout laws and the um, the removal of some of those restrictions, mm. uh, it, it was it was up like forty one percent on the previous trial, up sixty nine percent on twenty twenty. Bear in mind that was the height of COVID, right. uh, but also up nineteen percent with the previous peak of mm. twenty seventeen. Now they note that that was restricted to around about four venues. Mm -hmm. They didn't, didn't say which ones. But it's interesting that at smaller venues, there was actually a 33% decrease in violence on 2017. So that's important to note as well. And what is going to happen now is that they're going to treat these ones on a case-by-case -case basis. And going by those numbers... That's probably the most important. That's the, right. that's the best thing to do. Okay. Okay. Which is good because then yep. not everybody, um, if they're doing the right thing yep. and things are good, should they be tarred with the brush well, where someone else isn't maybe towing yeah, the line? It's, it's hard. Like trouble with a blanket law, isn't yeah. it? Even, even moments ago talking about this is something like an email blanket yeah. law. I mean, this... You know, is it interesting, though, that they don't name the venues? Why aren't we naming venues? Well, they, they haven't specified exactly which ones... <coughs> Excuse me. They they did say which venues were involved in the trial, right? But not what were the standout ones in the, uh, okay. in the they used cases to. of violence. They used to, they yeah. Used to, yeah. Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, and they they did a sort of a, a, a survey on which of the clubs, you know, who found it beneficial. Most of them did they, this this relaxed thing. Look, the, just for the details, mm. it, it, this involved the um, removal of the one a.m. and one thirty a.m. Yeah. lockout uh, restrictions, the extension of liquor training hours till about three thirty a.m. and um, uh, restrictions, easing restrictions on what types of alcohol could be served as well. Right. Yeah. This is this comes after the stage one restrictions, which was a little bit more onerous, like mm. earlier lockouts as well too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and and also notable increase in trade, including for restaurants as well in the, yeah. in the area. Yeah. So, look, when we t talk about these high incidents of alcohol violence, and they did say, yep, we still have a problem. The police, uh, uh, you know, we still have a problem yeah. Uh, yeah. in Newcastle with alcohol-related violence. Mm. But when we look at the individual venues, then they're, they're, they tell different stories. And so yeah. that's why they're going to go to a case-by-case -case basis. Now, right. this, this will affect – they'll still be um, – uh, they'll have to comply by these until the end of June. Yep. Uh, and after that, that it'll it'll yeah, different pubs and clubs will be open for different times. Okay. Nothing comes good from a bunch of drunk teenagers, not even teenagers, sorry, young people on a footpath. No, mm. nothing. No. Yeah, trying, trying to get home. Time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Trying to battle for Ubers and yeah. taxis. Yeah. So hard. Yeah. Yeah. No, Hamish. Well, now you can go into your booth and do that again. Thank you very <laughs> <laughs> much. On the line, well, you seen young lady? Well, look. Alternative to just buying your toilet paper at the supermarket. Um, I'm all for this. There's a company in, New in not Newcastle, out of Melbourne actually, and it's called Who Gives a Crap. Right. And um, that's the website, whogivesacrap.com.au. Okay. And you can buy, it's very pretty toilet paper. It's 100% mm. recycled paper. Mm. And they give 50% of their profits to developing sanitation and clean water in developing countries. Oh, right. Um, so I love all that, right? 
and you can buy it in bulk. They deliver it sure. in no time at all. But what they've done, because I'm on their mailing list, they've done this for Valentine's Day. They're saying if you you can turn your ex's empty promises into something that's actually useful this Valentine's Day. So what you can do is either send them an old love letter mm-hmm. or write something that your ex either said to you which was crap. Which would come out on each page? Well, then they send it off to their facility. And because they're making it in Melbourne, they can turn it around in no time. Yeah. And they will print toilet paper... So you can wipe right on. <laughs> Is that oh, right? You can wipe that. right on and get rid of that pesky X out of your consciousness forever. Yeah, but you gotcha. can actually, you know, what on them? <laughs> you could literally just eat. I can't it. use the word. I mean, every square of photo of someone you hate and wipe your butt with it. That is brilliant. Isn't oh, that great? Tanya, let me send you some pics <laughs> of some people. And could you, because you're on their mailing list. I am. Could you give me some? Absolutely. Oh, I love that. See, it doesn't even have to be an ex. It could be just. Oh, no, that's from anyone you, you hate. Yeah, maybe a boss's email even. Send it to who gives a crap and they'll print it on toilet paper That's for brilliant. you. That's brilliant. Brilliant. Off you go, wiping right. So good. <laughs> love yeah. that. Now, okay, since you brought this up, I'm going to throw this in, uh, and I mean this for mainly people I live with. The inventor of toilet paper, the rolled toilet paper, filed the original patent in 1891, mm-hmm. and the paper went over. Not under. Oh, exactly. it does look much nicer and neater. Stop it immediately. Yeah. Anyone who's putting it under. Yeah. <laughs> and when you go into a hotel, it's always over. There it's always are. over. There always. You are. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times it happens at my house <laughs> <laughs> or anyone. But there's a lot of people who go, no, nah, sorry, it's under. Yeah. You nah. get that argument. If I serial in... killer, Steve. <laughs> yeah. No, so I'm, you're I'm, an over? I'm, over, always over. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't you wish that Rizy was a... A police officer of some sort. <laughs> I'd solve so many hard. crimes, wouldn't I? Imagine that he'd go into someone's door to see that thing and then come out and arrest them. <laughs> and then I'd be like, what crimes are being committed around here that haven't been solved around this area? <laughs> nah, so over yeah, always, over always. But yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sending you some pics now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Daniel and Steve. It's 17 past 8. We're going to need some good news and we'll do it next. Thanks to Miller's Pies. They're at Chortlandargy, Warners Bay and Cardiff. We're going to be asking you to tell us your good news. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Bring us up, tell us whatever good news is happening in your world and we will throw some Miller's Pies at you. Come on, there's loads of rubbish going around, want to hear your good stories, doesn't matter what it is, family, going, doing, winning, whatever. One triple three five three. that is our phone number, give us a call. Uh, they're at Shortland Archie and Warners Bay uh, Miller's Pies and we'll throw you a six pack if you mm. give us some good news right now. If you don't know about this segment, it's simply a nice way to end the week because yeah, yeah there is so much horrible stuff in the news Ooh. and we just want to do the good stuff. Just remember most of it's clickbait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, but whatever it is, could be you, you, your children, your partner, your work situation, whatever. Uh, Rob from Caro, what's your good news, mate? My good news is I've helped two young job seekers in Newcastle secure full-time apprenticeships in the last couple of days. Oh, oh Rob, congratulations. It was How? Mm. Um... I've messaged you before, Tanya, because I missed your last little segment on apprentices, but oh, I, work, yes. I work as a career and recruitment consultant for MEG. Right. Okay. But it's making it, sense now. We have an online jobs board. Uh, job seekers can register and apply for apprenticeships, and basically I'm just heading there to give them a bit of support throughout the process. When we talk about it, Rob, is there a lot, of, um, a lot less opportunities for apprenticeships these days? No, look, it's actually, particularly in the construction industry, okay. 
you know, builders are just out of control, you know, crazy busy. Yeah. Um, hospitality, I suppose, took a hit, you know, during that COVID period. And I think, you know, you know some job seekers are a little bit hesitant to enter into that area. But manufacturing, construction seem to be ticking on quite well. Excellent. And child- good gear. Yeah, you're doing good stuff, Rob. We're going to give you some Miller's Pies. Thanks for the so call. I'll take the pies and give them to the apprentices ah. out there. Good on you, Rob. <laughs> yeah, all right, mate. Don't overdo good of yourself. What was the name <laughs> of your recruit, pie, recruitment company there, Rob? We just missed it. So it's MEGT Apprentices. Okay. And if anyone's looking for an apprenticeship or traineeship, they can visit Career Hub. That's our online jobs board. Perfect. Good on you, Rob. Good Thanks stuff. Love that. Call. Good gear. Jennifer Belmont North, what's your good news? So we foster um, Bob the Dog. Yeah. And um, and our last foster one has just found his forever home. Yay! Well done, Jen. What's his name? Oh, his name was Patchy, oh. and oh, he was just absolutely gorgeous. Was he it? was only ten months old. Was he white? So he's actually, yeah, he was I know white. Patchy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're doing yeah. good stuff there, so, Jen. Yeah. And he's gone local too, so which is really good that, is that good. we can have. <laughs> Have yeah. catch ups with him. So. Pies Perfect for you stuff. too, Jen. Thank you. Uh, we've got a Kylie at Shortland here, guys. What's your good news, Kylie? My good news is that this week my daughter and her class from Callahan Desmond recorded a song for my pop who's suffering from dementia. Oh, that is sweet. That is gorgeous. How old are they? Which class? Uh, so they're in year 12. Nice. And it was a music industry class there that they did it this week. Um, and we got to play it for my pop this week, and he cried, and he was happy, and he recognised the song. So ah, it was amazing. That, oh. You see that often, don't you, Kylie? Yeah. That, that that trigger from music, it's wonderful. Yeah, music memory. Mm. Um, pies for you too, Kylie. Good stuff from the year 12 was there. Jobs, dogs, songs, <laughs> having it all today in the good news I segment. I can't wait to hear what Maddie from Rutherford's good news is. <laughs> hey, Maddie. Good morning, guys. What is it? My youngest has survived her first week of primary school. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Survived. I know. Off to start, walking to the bus stop by herself. So gave me an extra half an hour this morning. I mopped the floors. Oh, good for you, Maddie. Good stuff for her as well. Congratulations. You can celebrate with the Miller's Pies. Oh, thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. You now you like that first week because on Monday when they come home, they that was great. What do you mean I'm going tomorrow? Exactly. <laughs> Five days in a row. Wow. Absolutely. The most popular entertainment. We're here to be entertained. That's entertainment. Well, this is good news from Disney. Um, they've come out and they have declared, we are going back to our roots. We know what works, so we're going to be making some sequels that people are going to just lap up oh, and love. That, that mean, they run out of ideas and they want to redo <laughs> some successful ones. We understand. Well, Kristen Bell... We'll be doing Secret Sound soon again. <laughs> Kristen Bell will be happy because she's going to reprise her role as Anna in this. Frozen 3 is on the way. Oh, How good's that? Yeah, well, you know it's his fave. Yeah, it's actually, I'm actually looking forward to that because then Frozen 1 and 2 will hopefully be less on repeat in our household. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I've only seen Frozen 1. I'll have any, you, you I didn't miss anything two. with Frozen 2. No, it sucked. wasn't as good. That's why I worry about the 3. Okay, well, I'm going to play this for you. Which? Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Do you know what? It's Toy Story. Yeah, but what? Toy Story are we up to? Four. No. Wrong. Five. Five. They're about to they're about to go into a production wow. for Toy Story 5. And the good news is 
Tim Allen will be reprising his role as, as Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Because they didn't let him voice Buzz in that movie. No, it was no they ridiculous. didn't. So they've made a huge point of saying Tim is back. Well, let's hope he keeps his pants. And he's and he's just tweeted to infinity and beyond. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And there's never been a bad Toy Story. One, two, three, True. four. They oh. are all just like. Unbelievable. Yep. They're the best, I reckon. And I the agree. third movie, they say, this has never had a sequel, so this will be number two. I'm going to play you one of my favourite scenes from this movie okay. to see if it sparks a memory oh, for you. Righto. You said this was going to be quick. Well, are you saying that because he's a sloth, he can't be fast? Buddy, it's nice to see you. Nice to see you, <laughs> too. Hey, Flash, I'd love you to meet my friend. Officer Judy Hap, CPD, how are you? I am... Doing oh. just fine. Bye. <laughs> it's driving me insane because I loved it because we often talked about the sloths and the, the little. What was it called? Jason Bateman voicing that that there. Um, Zootopia. Yes. Yeah, yes. So Zootopia number two is coming back. How good's the sloth when he's telling a joke? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. No singing, but lots of fun moments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So All there right. you have it. There's something. Fun to look forward to for the kids. Yeah. And the adults. Absolutely. Every single one of those is, is good for adults as well. Totally. Yeah, that's true. Mm, unless I, you've got a black heart. That's, <laughs> that's right. I'm looking at our producer, Jason. Yes. Oh, Jason, oh. Jason oh. hates oh. those Disney movies oh. for sure. Jace, dark as night. <laughs> <laughs>